I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Hello. Well, we are back today. I don't know why I'm talking like this. You know, as usual, it is time to relax, grab your favorite drink, nerd out with us, have fun, end the week right. Remember, no agenda, no format, anything goes here. And uh, yeah, um, I finally caught the vids. This sucks. Um, You know, I did everything in my power, everything in my power to stay healthy, protect my health and those around me. But uh, no, 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 no. I still got it. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, I I got the COVID. Ain't nobody got time for that. Let's rock it. Well, sweet Norma baby Jean or whatever your bronchitis name is home slice ain't, ain't nobody got time for that bro. i'll tell you what man oh look at this man i'm looking terrible how are you today captain influence welcome to the real <laughs> brian show by the way i i'm look terrible i sound terrible but captain you you look and sound sexy. i i'm fine i'm captain influence by the way i yeah, yeah. i'm great and you sound and look just fine i no, know you don't feel no, that good you. but you don't sound or look as as bad as you think you do i don't think I, you I got a better. weak covid brian dude thank god weak Oh, thank God, man. Either that or my, my body is, is like, like rocking strong here, like fighting it off, you know, with my superpowers or something. I don't know. My caffeine powers. I'm jealous yeah. of your COVID. Let's just put it that way. I know. I think you got Delta, man. I, I really do. I, I, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Cause you, you got hit hard and I mean, I, I've vaccine? had the symptoms, but well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. Jeez. You know, and I'm, uh, I, so first of all, just, just for those of you watching right now, let's get the elephant out of the room here. You see this glorious beard slash neck beard that is growing right now. I figured if I had COVID, it was time to um, to start the the process. You know, let's go. Let's get this neck beard going. So this is one week of, of just whatever. You know, I, I haven't shaved in a while. Like like hey, see, so you've got, you know, how many no, years no, of growth, though? Go like that. Okay, look. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many years of growth do you have? Oh, I mean, I... I've been growing it since right before everyone else started growing it. So maybe like 2014. Okay. So you know, you got, you got eight years on me, man. I got a week. So I'm not going to go that far because this is driving me crazy already. So I think what I'm going to do though is, is, you know, I'm doing the neck beard challenge because I, I haven't been able to leave anyway. So who cares? You know, you are the only one seeing me right now, actually, which is a lot. Uh, (laughs) But I don't have to go anywhere. Oh my gosh. Now I'm coughing. So the, uh, the, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see what happens and go as far as I can, and then I'm gonna shave. Like you know, I've said this before, shave the face, so all the way down to the chin, beautiful, smooth, smooth, Steve. It you know, and then from the chin down, it's just gonna stay there, and I'm gonna take a picture, a lot of pictures, and then I'm gonna do a video about it, and we're gonna horrify people. I mean, with then the you're rush to the bathroom and shave it off. Yeah, because I can't stand it. It's itching. I don't <laughs> like it, man. I, I, but I had to do it. I figured now's the chance. If I'm going to do it, now we go. So you love yeah. your cousin, man. I know. Well, uh, yeah. The, the, thank you for the ch- well. Thank you, James, for the challenge. And uh, you know, we're, we're doing. I I, t- I uh, threatened Claire that I'm like, well, when we come visit, you know, I'm going to have the neck beard. And she said, she said she has to hang from it, right? 
Well, no. So then we were taught she's she uh, she has chickens, like 28, 29 chickens, something like that, you know, and and they lots of eggs, so they eat them and they sell them, you know, which is really cool. She's got her own little coop. So I thought, well, you know, can I can I see? I, you know, I love chickens. I got a chicken right behind me, you know. Where's the chickens? Well, so I'm like, can I can I see the chickens? Of course, you know. And she said they may not like you with your neck beard. And I'm like, why? Are they gonna nest in them? She's like, no, they're gonna throw up all over them. Apparently, chickens throw up. Little did I know, I'm learning about chickens, yeah. you know. And I asked her, do the chickens, chickens have large talons? She didn't understand. You know what? There's it's somewhere okay. in the world, there is somewhere in this crazy world, Brian, where people eat chicken vomit. I just guarantee it. Well, bird's nest soup is bird vomit. Yeah, I guess that's, with other yeah. things. I mean, yeah. sorry to disgust you. I've eaten it. It's good. It's, but you know, good. they, they use it to make the nest stick together. Yeah. That's how they work. And, and it's, it's like clear. Xenomorphs. Xenomorphs yeah. do this. It's thing, a clear yeah. substance and it's uh, very rubbery and yeah, you eat it. It's a delicacy. You know, I don't know how they, again, you know, it's like, go little bird, go, you know, and then they grab it and then they take it and they put it in a, a chilled soup with fruit and other things like that. It's quite good. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you're all oh, I know you're not. You're right, Brian. You know, no, I'm serious. That's <laughs> no, I believe you. <laughs> I, I'm up for eating weird things in my, in my day. As long as it doesn't taste bad, I'm up for eating the weird stuff. Well, good but, for you. You're more adventurous than I am. Yeah, that's all right, dude. So yeah, the vids that's, so I keep saying like, I got the vids and people are like, what's that? Is that a good thing? I'm like COVID the COVID dude. Yeah. With the time. So you got to tell man, everybody how you the got vids. the vids. All right. So first of all, captain, um, you know, very important client conference. And for those of you who are like, what's a client conference? So I have a client uh, along with our, our friend, Daryl, uh, D-Man is what I call him. D-Man, my man. He <laughs> and I have been going out to Vegas, you know, uh, quite a few times actually for this, this company called Hexagon, which is awesome. And they do a conference and they didn't have one the last couple of years because, well, one, they of weren't the going vids. to in 2020 anyway. And then of course the vids prevented it. So they're back in person. And I was really nervous because, you know, at the time, th- this is the first time that I have gone out in a mass group of people since COVID happened. Right. And I, of course, I'm like, I don't want COVID. I don't want to take the chance. You know, everybody knows I've been really, really safe and a little over the top. So, and and here's the other thing. They pretty much said, you know, because you're going to be doing 28 interviews slash episodes, you know, uh, in two days, which is a lot, by the way, for those of you who are like, yeah, I think doing 14 podcast episodes in one day. Um, It's awesome. You got lunch at least, right? I mean, Oh yeah. You, you, you get, they throw you scraps, you know, and then they lock the door again, but you know, it worked out. So they, they said, you know, because you're interviewing people from all over the world, which was at least 20 something people, by the way, because we had, you know, some episodes that had multiple people in them. It was so cool. 14 different countries, man. Oh, that was awesome. I love meeting people from other countries. It's such a treat. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're trying to protect their health, you know, and they did say, you know, if you get COVID, you really, we can't have you come out. And I like, well, there's no backup for me coming out. So I've got to, got to stay safe. Kind of did that, you know, two weeks before be super duper careful, kind of quarantine and stuff like that. And I'm wearing the N95 on the plane. And of course, you know, the only person other than me wearing a mask was sitting next to me. Thank goodness. And then everyone else was like, yeah, whatever, you know, COVID's over. So <laughs> Woo, you know, no more COVID. Yeah. You know, and the airport, man, the airports were the, I've traveled a lot in my life. And when I say a lot, like a lot, I'm not like one of those traveling 50 times a year kind of people, but I've done a lot of travel compared to most. Yeah. This is the busiest I have ever seen airports in my life. Like, yeah, and that was before, wall to wall. That was before this weekend, uh, and so yeah, it's between the, July Fourth and and uh, Memorial Day. So yeah, it's summer. It's crazy. Are, they're they're ready to get out, you know. But I mean, it was like literally Clearly. like just moving this wall to wall kind of thing all the way through the airports. It was really annoying. Wow. And and then in Vegas, it's like 
millions of people descended in on. I mean, I, it was so many people in Vegas and I just like, oh my gosh. So I'm thinking like, okay, I don't know how to stay safe from this, but I'm going to try. But we get out there, dude. I mean, and, and they put us up at the Venetian as always. And it's just, it's, that is an amazing hotel. It's an amazing, and it's, it's yeah. huge. Okay, so I- It looks nice. I've seen it. I was curious about this. So, you know, people, some people count steps. And I don't do that, but I was curious to know how many steps I got that first day. So first of all, well, if you have, if you have an iPhone, it'll tell you without even counting them. Yeah, exactly. So I've got, and I've got <laughs> my watch too. So I was looking. Yeah, well, I know. And I, I tried counting, but I lost count at about 15,000. So I was looking, let's see. So the day that I left, you know, you walk basically from the car to your gate at Denver, you know, DIA, and then you get to Vegas and you walk from Vegas to your, well, I'm, you know, I met up with my friend and then, you know, we get into an Uber and the Uber takes us, sorry, Lyft to the Venetian. (laughs) Then you go from the Venetian (coughs) up to the room and then from the room down to the conference area where we had our meeting and stuff. And then we set up and then we walked back to the room and then we walked down to the in and out, of course, in and out. We had to do that the first night. Yeah. And you know, that's, it's not that far. I think it's like a mile from the Venetian maybe. Um, And then back to the room. Is the in and out on the strip or is it off the strip? Yeah, it's on the strip, but it's down by oh, the link. If you're familiar with the link, no, it, it's yeah, in between you know, like Harrah's and um, uh, I don't know, Paris or something like that. I, I don't know. I actually know what was it's next. Crazy enough, Ryan, it has been uh, last time I was in Vegas was 1999. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And the link wasn't there in 99, by the way, either. So that would be why you okay. didn't know it. So anyway, yeah. That's okay. You're probably thinking like, that's not that big of a deal, right? If you've never been to Vegas, that was approximately of what I just said. There was well over six miles of walking. Yeah. Vegas is a lot of walking. It's because of how big everything is. And that's the thing I wasn't even trying, you know, you just kind of go like from the room down to, so this was the other thing, like during the day, you know, you'd get up, I put my watch on, I go down to the conference hall, you know, we'd, we'd do our thing, you know, you'd go get breakfast and back. And this is, all within the same conference area. Then you go get lunch and back and you go back to the room and you know, that's it, right? That was four miles. So (laughs) it's just, it blows my mind how big these casinos are. And so, you know, I got plenty of walking in, but anyway. And then you, then you could walk all the way over to Lake Mead and see how empty that thing is right now. But that would be another one, like 40 miles round trip. So that was a different one. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't go over Mead. We went over um, the other one, which I'm spacing, but Havasu. Uh, probably no. is that what no, that's north yeah i don't even know no, uh, the lake we went over was still full <laughs> so that was the other one but you oh know, really interesting yeah. okay it wasn't mead though okay but anyway so it, it went really really well like i said we, we had some phenomenal conversations uh i mean it was cool like usually people cancel and no one canceled yeah. everybody showed up they were prepared great conversations great interaction you know with these guests um i even got to interview apparently a very famous astronaut in canada I didn't know how <laughs> famous he was actually. Uh, and I kind of thought, well, you know, here in the, let's be honest guys. And, and, and this sounds kind of ridiculous, but we know about the U S space program, but I was never educated on the Canadian space program ever. Yeah, I don't know anything uh, about it. You know? Well, the Canadian, I think the Canadian space program kind of piggybacks on NASA, right? Cause they it don't does, have, but a it's still board. a big deal, but we just didn't know how big it was. And so yeah. anyway, for you, for you, Canadian viewers and listeners, uh, Dr. Robert Thursk. If you've heard of Dr. Robert Thursk, um, if you know astronauts and you live in Canada, you probably know who he is because he's got a high school named after him too. So apparently he's a big deal. 
And I was just like, so, you know, he came in and I'm, I mean, we're just a really, really nice guy. We had an incredible conversation. The guy's a kind of a slacker. If I'm being honest, he's got a doctorate uh, in something. He's got a master's at MIT. He's got a, a doctorate Ooh. of medicine. He's got an engineering degree. You uh, had me at astronaut. Masters of MIT, man. I mean, you know, kind of a slacker. Not really that. Uh, I wish you would try a little harder in life, but yeah, I mean, most of us actually, you know, at least we put a little more effort into our daily lives than that. Yeah, than I try a little harder than that. Canadians, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I only have a <laughs> master's in business, so clearly I've done a lot more than he has. So, mm, right. My gosh. Uh, so that was just some really, really neat interviews, though. Um, really cool stuff on sustainability and, and something I think would be interesting to, to chat at some point because you know how and, and this is we're not going to get into the, the the environment or anything here because I don't I don't want to you know, this is not about opinions, but you know how people have their opinions, you know, like, oh, it's this and no, it's not. It's this, you know, these guys are coming in with technology and they're saying, yeah, we've been measuring this and we've been uh, like one guy came in and said, we can actually measure down to, uh, it, it was a little beyond me as far as how specific their data can go, but they can say like, we can take a single human's carbon footprint and tell you what the effect on the environment that human's carbon footprint is. Like that's how specific mm. it is. And so then they can talk about, well, if you do this, then this, and you know, we can predict things. And I was like, you have all this data. Yeah. And I'm like, are you sharing it? Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's just, people don't want to hear it. And I was like, interesting, you know? So it was very fascinating because, you know, as someone who stepped back and said, look, I'm not, I've always said this, I'm not a firsthand person. I don't know what's actually killing the environment or not. I'm not there talking to these people who actually are studying it and actually have data right in front of them. It's like, See, that's what I've been wanting to see my whole life is mm. that what, but you know, the good, here's the good news, by the way, for, for those of you who freak out about the environment, he said that if we take steps now, everything can heal and, and it will be okay if we start taking steps right now, which they said that we are, some are, some aren't, you know, so that it was encouraging. I thought, cool, we've got chances, you know, so. Hey, this is, this is someone with data, whether you believe it or not, this person actually has, Oh no, I I believe (laughs) the person wholeheartedly. I just, I, I, uh, I just don't share their optimism. That's all. Well, but we're optimistic, aren't we? I'm an optimistic person. So I said, good, what do we start doing? And you know, he has some cool things. And that's the other thing too, is these people are getting creative. Like, uh, this, this company does a lot with mining. And so typically yeah. you go and you just, you know, mine rock and then they have what they call mining tailings, you know, that they just leave and yeah. it's just crap. Well, this person from Colorado School of Mines actually is trying to come in and take the mine tailings and actually do sustainable things with them and reuse them and use them for other things. And I just thought, what a cool idea. So her whole thought yeah. was, is, hey, how can we, you know, yes, let's keep mining but how can we also do something that sustains and, you know, recycles and, you know, keeps the environment going too. So I just, I like people's, the creativity, I guess, is what I, I, I was, yeah. I was blown away by solution oriented thinking. You know, it's not just a bunch of whining people complaining. Like we usually hear, it was like, here's what we're doing and it's making a difference yeah. and we're actually seeing results. I'm like, what an encouraging time. This was so cool. So there you go, man. Yeah, I, I loved it. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I appreciate that there are people out there that are, trying to make a difference. Yeah. Um, and you know, you know, fighting against the machine basically. Yeah. And, uh, well, not even yeah, that. It's great. just saying we're going to go do this and we hope you join us. It's not even that they're fighting yeah. against really anything in general. It's just, you know, we're, we're, we're going to do our part and, and I love it. And, and, and they're actually making, it was cool. Let's just say it that was, you know, and of course they've got this yeah. huge convention center with all this technology and oh my gosh, dude, I mean, they're into automation and artificial intelligence and machine learning and, 
you know, city planning and crime scene investigation kind of stuff. I mean, it's just so cool. There's so much that this company does. And, you know, it's this huge multi 60 to $80 billion company out of Sweden, you know, that's all over the world now and has this this division. Yeah. Yeah. It's just neat. It was, I really, I, I love this conference, but this year was the first year that we had interactions like this, where we were seeing really the true impact that they're having, you know, on the world. It's not just That's like, awesome. here's our product. Here's a sales pitch. It's more like, wow, this is, this is incredible stuff. So nice. there you go, man. Oh, really awesome. quick. Let me grab a drink of tea here. Um, I got to tell you about this. This is cool. But you, you skipped the important part about how you got COVID. We'll, we'll get to that in a second, but okay. I had to get some tea or I was going to start coughing. <laughs> so <laughs> too late. Um, I, a friend of mine, our neighbor gave this tea to us like three years ago. You know, it's happy Lucky's tea, of course, which we love these guys. So Brian's drinking three-year-old tea. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, it still tastes good. Um, and it's so funny because it's called Koala Bear Nasal Care. And I was laughing Wait. about it. And I was like, okay, well, okay, whatever. He got it for us. And I thought, okay, cool. Well, and I tasted it. And it's really good. It's It's got, um, you know, spearmint and eucalyptus, eucalyptus. and menthol and, you know, peppermint, <laughs> lemongrass, all those good things. Well, here's the thing. Apparently it says it actually because it's got nettle in it as well. And, and the combination of some of the other stuff, clove, ginger, all that licorice. Um, it's supposed to help clear sinuses if you have some congestion and okay. also supposed to help kind of calm a cough down. Oh, and okay. I, you know, it's funny when he got it for me, I didn't have a cold and then finally had a cold in 2019. So I was like, okay, cool. I tried it and I was like, that actually worked. Like I didn't need to take, you know, NyQuil. I don't take NyQuil, but whatever the equivalent is, I didn't need to. I just was drinking this and I thought this is man, pretty cool, man. I can't with my heart medication. So I know. Um, and then this time I thought, well, with COVID, I'm going to drink this because, you know, if I get stuffed up or coughing or whatever, and I started drinking this stuff and it works, dude. This is crazy. So I was like, great. I don't need to take drugs, dude. I just drink some tea. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to link it for anyone. Like that's a koala. Here's my theory because I don't know for sure because I mean, I was wearing an N95 and KN95s the whole week. I was trying to avoid shaking hands. I mean, I, we were trying to stay away from people, but I mean, when you're around wall to wall people, you can't and no one else right. is, is taking precautions of course. and everyone wants to shake hands and it's like, okay, cool. And then I'm pulling the monk thing where it's like Daryl. Oh my gosh. Daryl's so funny. <laughs> he was, he was doing it too, where it's like, someone would walk up and like stick their hand in my face, you know, and, and dur- during when we were doing the interviews and, and I'd be like, ah, okay, fine. I'll shake your hand, you know, but I was trying to be like, no, sorry, I'm not shaking hands. And most people were okay with it, but sometimes you just couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just kind of have to. Right? Yeah. And as soon as they stepped back, he literally grabbed the hand sanitizer bottle and stuck it in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. And I was like, Oh, you know, <laughs> I felt like monk dude. It was awesome. So that was hilarious, but we were doing everything in our power. But the first day we got there, we, we went into the, to the room where everything was, we're like, we got to eat something while we're having this meeting. And I'm sitting there like with food in my hand, getting ready to take a bite. And the big boss guy walks in and like his hand goes literally right in my face like this. I've got food in my left hand and I'm like, uh, okay. And I shouldn't have done it, but I just did. And then I was like, I couldn't get to hand sanitizer. So I'm like, okay, I've shaked. I'm like trying not to touch anything with my right hand, dude. I'm a germaphobe. Sorry. And I'm like trying to eat at the same time next. So this is like middle of the afternoon on Monday, the next afternoon, I'm sorry, the next morning, early in the morning, he, he messages everybody and says, I have a fever and I feel really bad. Uh I'm taking NyQuil. And so you have been, you've been maybe passing it along to everyone you interviewed after Monday. Anyone. 
Yeah, well, that obviously. Uh, but just think, remember the, the very first, do you remember the very first deep thought we did, Brian? Yeah. No, well, I don't. It was about. That. Do you ever wonder if if the the when you get when you coughed or whatever that you gave someone else the flu and they died from it or something like that? It was along yeah, those yeah. lines. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> I that wonder. I wonder COVID. how many people you infected after he infected. You. Probably everybody. Yeah, I mean, the whole yeah. world is probably dying right now. Thanks to me. Oh, thanks for the him. Oh, from from it. different countries. I yeah. mean, spread it out. Wow. The whole world. I hope he down. feels bad. I hope he feels bad. That's all. Well, and then I contacted. Well. <laughs> I, I you mean, gave me COVID, Mister Boss. I'm kind of frustrated at that because I yeah. told him originally I wasn't shaking hands, and he stuck. I mean, I just was, and I was like, I don't want to disrespect him, and he's a wonderful guy, by the way. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure. But yeah. I was just like, you know, we could have avoided that, and I think it was because it was incubation, like the right amount of incubation time, yeah. and like everyone else, I was able to sanitize immediately. No one else was sick that I'm aware of, you know. So, but it's then again, who knows, right? It's pretty it, coincidental though. It is. And that's so, what I was worried about. So that's where yeah. I think I got it. But I got home and like the day after I got home, I was like scratchy throat and I went, oh no, here we go. Oh, no. And I, I took a COVID test on Friday and it came up negative. And then two days later, I took another one and it was positive. It was very positive. It was like, you know, they instantly Super go positive, positive. Yeah. and they say, well, usually it'll take close to 15 minutes. And it was like one minute. I'm like, whoop, wow. apparently I got it. So um, I've been, you know, sanitizing and Cloroxing and trying to <laughs> not, exp- I mean, Sarah's it's been exposed, but I'm trying not to, you know, and we're, she's not showing been, symptoms yet. Hopefully not and won't, um, but no, and, okay. and hopefully she won't. So yeah, we've been, that's, you know, what's nice is it's been nice enough for the most part that we've been able to keep the windows open too, which is good. And, you know, more fresh air and it's my, the new my, flu. I'm telling you, there's no well, getting around yeah. it. Anymore. And everybody, and then, the doctors believe now that it's endemic and it's just going to be the way yeah. it is. But it's one yeah. of those, I didn't want to take chances with the heart issue, even though it's a benign issue. We just didn't want to. And not to mention, you know, Sarah's parents were in town. I mm-hmm. never was able to see them really. I mean, they stopped yeah. in and like, hi from a distance, but you know, I couldn't get together with them. And <laughs> I, I was, I was frustrated, you know, that this, that I, I was trying not to bring it home. And so, Anyway, it sucks and it is what it is. But I got to tell you one really cool thing. Um, So the day that I, I think this was on Sunday, I was not feeling well on Sunday. And my little cousins, you know, were just like, hey, what's up? And they were like, hey, I was church today. And I'm like, well, you know, I didn't go because I'm still sick. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And so the eight-year-old goes, I want to call you and pray for you right now. She did that. That was really cool. I just wanted to say that that's, you know, the the eight-year-old initiates the the caring moment. Uh, That's pretty mature. That's pretty cool. Mm. I like it. Yeah, that's neat. Anyway, oh, and I just real quick shout out to Jen Briney. We uh, she she hosts the Congressional Dish. Hey, I, I think you would actually enjoy this one, Captain. It's a yeah. government podcast. It's so good. She does an amazing job with it. Um, well, anyway, she's been doing it for years and stuff. And she she for a couple of years was going through and reading every single bill cover to cover. That's and, oh insane. My gosh, the stuff. Yeah, she said that was brain damage, and after a while, that uh, you know she stopped doing that. But she's still aware of what's going on, and she said it's amazing the stuff that they hide in these bills that have nothing to do with the bill at all, but it gives that, you know, whoever's putting it together, special, whatever privileges and stuff. And it's a fascinating podcast if you like that stuff, but she's, it's, it's good that it's good that she has the, the, um, the, in, you know, the, the passion for that sort of thing, because I think that most rational people, when they read all that fluff and jargon and just, just legal yeah. speak and, and all that and, and, and see the stuff that they slip into those bills would become extraordinarily disenfranchised, like extra disenfranchised with the legal system and, and our system of government yeah. as a result. But as long as she's centrist like me, I'm a proud, proud, hardcore centrist, <laughs> by the way. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm one of those centrists who feel like people on the left or the right are not very intelligent because they're on the left or the right. Yeah. I'm that center. Yeah. I'm that center. But if she's like that, uh, I think that would be an interesting podcast. I might check it out. Well, and it's so funny because she was telling her, she's like, people will come up to her and they want to talk politics with her. She's like, I don't care about politics. She's like, I yeah. about the government. I don't, I don't. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I love, well, and that's the thing. She's been able to separate that, you know, because she says, here's what the government's doing and here's what I'm researching. But she's like, you know, politics, whatever. They're all crazy doing it. And she's like, both sides are crazy. And which yeah, I agree with. She's too, right. Because <laughs> she's right. Like in, in many ways, she's looking at it from, right. let's look at, here we go. Let's do this correctly. How does this benefit? You know, and let's look at both sides. Let's take the goods from both sides. And which yeah. makes the most sense to me, too. Anymore. Of course. You know, of course. And, it, and even she said she's like, you know, something like uh, she originally registered as a Republican. And she said, but that's not it's not the same party that she registered for when she originally did. And she said, and then, well, you know, she Democrats said they changed the same thing. And then the Dem- she said, and the Democrats thing. don't know who they are. They're they They have no identity anymore. And so she's like, they're both crazy. Yeah. <laughs> was, and I, and I someone, love her someone, opinions, by the way. I, I'd love to try. We should get her on the show, honestly. Yeah, she I'd actually love to talk asked to, her. to be on. So I'd love to have her on. That's awesome. Then, yeah, yeah I don't happen if she asked. I don't want to get yeah. into the politics on the show with her, though. Like, I want to bring We're her not. on. And I want to talk about <laughs> some stuff. But at the same time, it's so funny. Like, yeah, she, we don't talk politics on the show. No, no, no. But it's it. And she even she talked about it for maybe 15 minutes. And just like, how's your show going? Well, and she told us, you know, um, and it's just interesting to see where she goes. But she said, yeah, you know, I, I, I like not talking about it, you know, when I'm on personal time, which was great. But, you know, you got to get to know Jen. And Jen is one person who will give you her opinion, whether you like it or not, and whether <laughs> you're a fan of what she says or not. I hadn't seen her in seven years. She's an old friend. So it was it was cool. To actually, she was in Vegas at the same time, ran into her. Uh, and of course, she got COVID, but it wasn't for me. Um, oh, OK. Yeah. Her husband <laughs> actually sure got it, it from someone you? else. No, no, we we actually were talking about it. And she's like, yeah, her husband caught it elsewhere. We actually didn't even get to see him. Um, So he caught it. And then when she came home, because she flew out to Oakland, like the day day we left too, and then came home and he had it and then she got it. (laughs) So it's like, oh my gosh. And she hadn't had it either. So we were just like, man, none of us were like, we don't want it. No, we don't want it. And we were all vaccinated. (sighs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? Before I forget, I'm just going to share the song because... Uh, for some reason I'm on the plane, by the way, and I, I love, you know, me, I, I've got that, you know, the music that complements the turbulence mix on Spotify. Right. I love turbulence and I'm sitting on this plane and we had some intense turbulence heading out of DIA, man. And it was like, cause oh, it was over the mountains, you know, and it was like, boom, yeah. you know, you're just like, uh, you know, when the plane's like doing this and then it's just like, douche, you know, that's, that's when I'm on my lorazepam and I'm gripping yeah. the seat. That's, Dude, that's and I'm just like, I'm, Woo, I'm having a great time, you know? So yeah. I've got, man, I, oh, my beats, you know how I was, uh. I did a review on the beats. This was the second time I got to test this out on a plane. My earbuds, you know, the beats. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fits, yep. fits pro. <laughs> the beats fits pro, you know, the COVIDs, uh, the beats fit pro. So I, um, I had those in, man, I, I'm still blown away. You know, you turn it on to transparent and then you turn it on to, to noise canceling and it is a really nice noise canceling, but mm-hmm. I'm just cranking it, dude. And I mean, we're hitting the turbulence, but this Odessa song came, came on that I had put on the list already. And, you know, I'm loving the new Odessa stuff because it's, it's all kind of a little different than what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And um, it's called Wide Awake, by the way. Um, and I'm listening to it and listening to it. And all of a sudden it just gets into it. And, and I played it for you, too. Like, and it gets into yeah. that beat, you know, and it's got the guy in the background and the girl singing and stuff. And I'm just like, all of a sudden, like, <laughs> it went from like the turbulence was kind of, what's the word? It wasn't like, it doesn't freak me out. But, you know, it was a little surprising. Unnerving. No, it wasn't even unnerving. But you like, it surprises you. 
Okay. Cause you're like, Oh, yeah. I, you know, I didn't expect that. Um, some people it would be very unnerving or disconcerting, but for me, it's just more of a surprise. And yeah. so when the song's playing, I'm just like, dude, I'm loving this turbulence right now. It just feels so really, it's, it's <laughs> more like, turbulence. I'm like relaxed. I'm like laying back and I'm like falling asleep. And you know, the whole plane's just getting thrown all over the sky and not, it wasn't that bad. Your but. drools flipping off in <laughs> people's faces. People are upside down. You know, we're at zero G at this point. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh, I love this. So we, uh, uh, oh, so the, anyway, Odessa wide awake. If it, I know it's not for everybody, but dude, this, this one got me on. I, I just kept putting it on repeat. It was just so good. So I just, I had to share that really quickly as, as a, just an amazing song. I'm going to have it on the list. The other cool part I was going to share was, uh, I'm still really nerding out on the recording music thing, like a lot. And, and I'm getting a lot closer to it. And in fact, what I was thinking about, um, I was watching a couple of people do the, they're taking like these little 28 key keyboard controller things, you know, and, and they're doing more like electronic stuff or just some very basic they did like the um, <clears throat> the weekend, uh, some stuff from the weekend, or even did like the Kate Bush song that we you know from Stranger Things <laughs> that everybody's been yeah. nerding out on right now. And yeah. they were using this little twenty eight controller and just kind of doing a couple things. And you know, from a piano standpoint, that's not you know I need an eighty eight key if I'm playing piano. But for doing some other stuff, I think it'd be kind of fun. But like, let's take for example, Elenium or even Odessa, you know that I just mentioned. And let's, one of the things I want to do is I want to go and I want to find out like, what sounds did they use? Where did they get them from? How did they do this? What effects did they use? And I want to recreate what they did to the best of my ability with a keyboard controller and, you know, the program I'm going to use just so I understand how it's being done. Right. And then I can start creating my own, you know, style of that, you know, whatever. It's like like if you're a style. It's like if you're a, an amateur cook and you follow recipes of world-class chefs and you, yeah. and you do that over and over until you start to branch off and do your own little thing, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Like change the recipe. Basically it's the same thing. Yeah. And you know, I've been composing piano music my whole life. And so not my whole life, but you know, for a long time anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of that actually was, I think originally inspired by, you know, Yanni simply because he never knew how to read music. He would actually create his own form of music and he'd write it in hieroglyphics, you know, when he was growing up and that's, that's what he did. And so that whole story really inspired me to kind of create. And then I started doing stuff like that. And that's kind of the music that I've composed in the past. So the first thing that I do want to do is actually re-record the album that I recorded years back, you know, old technology doesn't sound very great. I want to re-record it with new technology and actual, you know, sounds that sound real. Uh, good pianos and stuff like that. So I want to do that as well. And then I also want to experiment with that. So this is kind of the stuff I'm trying to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out what program to use. It is amazing. I ask anyone what program you use and it's different from everyone else. And I'm like, well, what did you think? Oh, it's amazing. What's the learning curve? Everyone's like, oh, it's great. It's a learning curve. Everybody has a different opinion (laughs) on it though. So, you know, the, the keyboard I'm looking at right now, the one that is kind of being recommended, especially if you're a, a, professional classical trained pianist, you know, is the, it's an Arturia is the name of the, the board. And um, anyway, it's a Mark II or something like that. It, it's an 88 key, but it's got pretty decently weighted keys. And they said, you know, it's right now for a keyboard controller, not like an actual performance keyboard, by the way, but one that's a MIDI, you know, style USB controller. Um, it's about as close as you can get. It's one of the highest quality made right now, but it's a thousand bucks. And I'm just like, yeah, and honestly, I'm not, that's I'm not surprised. That's cheap because, you know, the keyboard that I bought 20 years ago, that was a performance keyboard was, you know, well over 3000. And, oh, wow. um, they, but you know, the problem with getting those anymore is that th- when the technology is obsolete, the technology is obsolete with controllers, at least it lasts based on the, the program you're using for the most part anyway. Okay. 
So a thousand dollars is cheap in the long run, but a thousand dollars is outside of my budget right now. So I'm like, I can't buy it and I can't record until I buy it. And that really makes mm-hmm. me frustrated because I can't do it. So, um, so Patreon. Thinking, I'm, you know, <laughs> seven blue seven, by the way, thank you seven uh, for the suggestion. He was saying, why don't you do like a buy me a coffee thing that says, Hey, donate to the, the keyboard fund so that I can start, you know, saving up for yeah, it. Like and, a, uh, what do you call it? Great there? idea. Like a Kickstarter kind of thing. Kickstarter, yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to do a full-on Kickstarter because it's not like, it's more of like, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to put the music out for you. Absolutely. If you want to watch it and maybe I'll do some videos with it. I don't know, but at least (laughs) listen to it, you know? I am going to do it and I'm not going to sell it, at least that I think of. I probably won't. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, you know, I do have a buy me a coffee account that I've never done anything with. So I love your idea, Seven. I'm going to do this. I'm going to just say, I'm going to put in the link to the YouTube channel um, in the description below and I'm going to put in the link to the show notes. But if you guys want to help out, I'd be great. I can't buy right now. So it's, you know, funds are a little tight. You know, it's what, well, $1,000 is a big purchase one way or the other. They do have one keyboard, that that little 28 thing I was telling you about. Um, that's like a hundred bucks. And I thought, okay, well, I can do that. Oh, wow, I can buy the hundred dollar one. And then, and then you can, a, you can, the 28 thing, you can just change octaves electronically, right? I mean, it's yeah, but you can't do two hands and uh, right. there's no way yeah. I could play the stuff that I personally have recorded, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I could experiment with the cool part about that little hundred, you know, hundred dollar one is that I can experiment with like an Illenium style or a, a Dessa style with that. And okay. once I've recorded my actual piano part, then I could use that little 28 key to put in like other stuff like drums right. or, you know, guitar or, you know, violin or something like that. Cause I, I, you try to do violin stuff. So I can do that all with the little guy. So what I was thinking is, okay, a hundred bucks I could spend on that. I could at least start learning the new programs and some of the new programs aren't too expensive, which is good. Some of them really are, but, yeah. and then, um, you know, at least start experimenting and doing that. And then when I have enough money saved up for the, the thousand dollar one or whatever, you know, go out and get that. They do have some cheaper ones out there and maybe that's what I'll go with. But, People really were kind of like, man, if you're a pianist, you, you really might really want to go after the Sartoria. Yeah. It's uh, it's worth it. Yeah, sounds like it. And, the, you know, say, yeah. So I'm going to do it. Buy me a coffee. Uh, it, the cool part about this, and, and I know I've had some people say this in the past, is that, you know, the one issue with Patreon is that they can't do monthly. And I totally understand that. And we do have right. a Patreon, by the way, patreon.com slash the real Brian, which also was linked. Um, all right. No, I'm sorry. Patreon.com slash real Brian show, isn't it? I don't even know. I should look. I don't. He's even, got brain fog, everyone. Know, it's okay. So sorry, I should probably look this. You, you'd never know from Real hearing Brian him talk show. today. I'm sorry. Patreon.com/slash Real Brian Show. I, I had to double check that one. Um, <laughs> Real Brian Show. That's anyway. The link is in the description and all that. So, uh, but I get it if you can't do monthly, and that's okay. That's more to support the show. But the yeah. buy me a coffee thing, you can do a one off, and it doesn't uh, require yeah. and yeah, and it's still just as you know legally legit as the other ones. It goes through the buy me a coffee, all the you know, taxes and everything and all that are, are properly are done properly, I guess is the way to put it. So that's nice. You know, it's not like you're giving me money for free and then what are you going to do? You're going to report it. You're done. You're good. So let's do this. Let's see if I can do the buy me a coffee thing and let's, let's see what happens. Maybe we can um, get this keyboard sooner and then I'll actually start playing and putting music out for you guys. I think it'd be fun to actually play on the show too once in a while. Okay. I think it'd be fun. I mean, you know, while you're doing your, your, your origin, I'd be like, Dum. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Background music. Why though. not? See, that's what I'm talking about. You get it. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, speaking of an origin, what you got? Oh, really? Is it that you, time already? Dude, it is what you got. Okay. So did this come from you? Uh, this week's origin is uh, two shakes of a lamb's tail. That is from me, dude. Cause uh, you did, okay, people, you, know, okay. you know, mystery men. 
Yeah. The, the, I saw that the f- in 99 last yeah. time I was in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'll be there in two shakes of a lamb's tail or what? I, I can't do his accent because it's that, the, 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 what is he? The, the, the fork, you know, I forgive you or whatever. Anyway, the blue Raja. Anyway, the point is that's where I first like really kind of pick. I've heard it a lot my whole life, but uh-huh. that's where I picked it up. And then a couple of people have said it to me recently. And I'm like, okay, I got to know this one. I picked it up from a Disney movie back in the day, but anyway, uh, so yeah. So the, the, the most succinct definition I got for was from a website. It was Tina's worlds.wordpress.com. <laughs> nice. So wait, isn't wait, that, is this isn't tiny Tina? like a, I uh, no, I don't think so. No, no, oh, no, no, man. No. Yeah. Sorry. Tiny Tina is uh, awesome. Wordpress.com. Yeah, yeah. Is WordPress wordpress.com. Is that like some kind of like a general web, you know, well, like hosting site that anybody can use. Well, to so real Brian show.com utilizes wordpress.org, which gives okay. you, you know, the blog. It's, it's, it's nice. Wordpress.com is like specific blog only. Uh, okay. And you have to use their style, but most people don't use the .com side anyway, but go well, ahead. Tina, Tina, whoever she is, had a very nice little origin for this. So the meaning of two shakes of lamb's tail is to me, it means very quickly or in a short time, very short time. Like I'll do this very quickly uh, before you know it, basically. Uh, the origin is that the expression means in no time at all, because this is how quickly a lamb shakes their tail. Ah. Ah. Uh, it first appeared in Richard Harris Barham's book, Ingoldsby Legends, published in 1840, sounds sounds English, uh-huh. but since then it has been reduced to just quote two shakes. Yep. For example, see in two shakes. I've heard that. I've heard that before. So mm-hmm. now probably the expression is gradually disappearing because fewer people grow up actually seeing lambs t- wag their tails. However, a shake is a recognized unit of time equal to 10 nanoseconds. Oh wow! So the phrase will probably be preserved among nuclear scientists. Wait, so it's 20 nanoseconds essentially is two shakes of a lamb's tail. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's Which, faster than I. When even I a lamb. Shakes, yeah, even like a lamb can't shake there. their tail that fast, right? It's I mean, like, broop, that's impressive. Well, thank yeah, you. Broop was probably yeah. more like I don't know how many nanoseconds, but more than 20. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's impressive. But that's neat. I appreciate that. Thank you for the uh, the origin of it. And uh, I like it. And, you know, I say two shakes or two shakes. It's just a fun phrase. I don't know why, but um, man, I love it. Cool. Makes me want a milkshake, honestly. Yeah. Mm, oh, you know, tough. I also want to mention one other thing. By the way, my, my voice is worse than yours and you got COVID. I, I, You've been uh, screaming night terrors again. I've been screaming at night, yeah. Um, I purely by accident this last week, I started looking into Warhammer 40,000 lore. Oh, yeah. Now I've known about Warhammer 40,000 for years and I've never really been interested in it. I played, I actually have a computer game uh, that's a Warhammer 40,000 game that I liked. Um, but I've never really been interested in it. And I'm, and I'm even less interested in the old, you know, the original Warhammer, which is like Lord of the Rings style stuff, you know, elves and dwarves and orcs and all that. But 40K is it takes place in the 41st century and you would not believe the amount of lore associated with this franchise. Hmm. It's crazy. It's like, it's just like battle tech. There's, there's just people have sat down and just thought up a bunch of stuff and they've compiled it into these compendiums or whatever. And, and you can just watch hours and hours of YouTube videos of these people telling you about this universe that somebody that these people nice. made up. So Dang. yeah, that's what I've been kind of nerding out on that. Yeah. Nerding out about that. I've that's been watching true. a little bit every night, and and so uh, I love yeah, the creativity. Just, you know, that oh yeah, just, out of, that's neat. Just the detail is just really fun to to absorb, you know, yeah. and immerse yourself in. So that's anyway. cool. 
No, I appreciate yeah. sharing that then. That's, that's cool. You know, other, other cool things right now, uh, and I'm going to go through these very, very quickly, but the final two episodes of Stranger Things today airs today. Yes. If you're watching this, the day that this, this video and this audio comes out, this is it. This is episodes eight and nine. Got uh, that's we got to get out of here, Brian, so dude, I can go watch it. I know, it. man. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped, dude. We, yeah. Uh, strange new worlds. Okay. I just got to say this because I mean, we're not going through and reviewing all these, but I have now watched through, was it episode seven? Yeah. Episode seven of yeah. Star Trek, strange new worlds yeah. and episodes through one through you've seen eight. Okay, I've not seen eight yet, so um, eight will be. I think nine just came out this week, but um, yeah. Anyway, epi- I've seen episodes one through seven, and for me, episodes one through seven are some of the best Star Trek that I have seen in so long. That, I mean, I am blown away by it. It's it's so good, and for those that are criticizing the crap out of it, I'm like, I don't know what you. Guys I don't. Are watching I don't know what planet I'm, they're on. Honestly, no, I, that, it, I don't it's see so good. I just don't see how anyone could possibly criticize, especially when compared yeah. to Picard or Discovery. It is yes. it is leaps and bounds better than any other Star Trek franchise. Modern Star Trek, us. yes. Modern, yeah. That yeah they've yeah. run out of sense since Enterprise, easily. Yeah, easily. I mean, it really does kind of feel like they're taking the quality of the older Star Trek days, the Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, you know, Voyager, all that, and even Enterprise, yeah. And they're kind of like saying, hey, let's let's kind of bring that. And interestingly enough, too, it's the only Star Trek that's been PG rated versus the TV 14 or even mature, you know. And I appreciate that because I think that's also leaning more towards let's just tell good story. And they're doing that. And the character development is so good. I mean, I've been blown away by the show. And it's been and interestingly enough, too, because, you know, you know how big of a fan I am of Orville. Orville is so awesome. And season three is out. And so. I watched the first two episodes of Orville so far. I know that, that, you know, I'm a little behind. They're longer episodes as well, which is great. And I liked them. But both of the first episodes were a little slower in the start. Like the first half of the episodes kind of trickled in. There was a lot of drama and Mm -hmm. conversation and relationship kind of stuff, which I'm okay with. But don't give me too much of that. Let's be honest. And so I was like, you know. It's been good. And then, of course, episode two, you know, about halfway through episode two of Orville really starts to take off and you get some good story. But this is going to be weird to say, but I like Strange New Worlds season one, episodes one through seven better than I'm liking Orville season three so far. And that's that's odd for me to say that because Orville's seasons one and two were so much better than Discovery and, you know, even Picard and stuff. But that's how much I'm loving Strange New Worlds right now. It's just it's that good. We both love it equally, uh, clearly. So uh, that's that's one thing. But I just have to say that if you if you're an old school Star Trek fan and you really like you miss the days of DS9 and Voyager and all that, you just miss the old 90s Star Trek really bad. Please give Strange New Worlds a try. You will not regret it. It is so it's so refreshing. It just is. Yeah. There's they they haven't agendized it yet, and that's awesome. So. No, they have. That's the thing. I haven't seen anything like that at all. And I believe me, I'm sensitive to it, and I've not seen it. Yeah. And I I feel like they're they're yeah. Of course, there's can can you nitpick something? Yes, of course. There's going to be something. Even the the villain or whatever in episode seven was not my favorite, and I could have said, yeah, you know, they could have done better, but. It's one of those like it's not so obvious that it's like it slaps you in the face and you're just like, right. all right, I have to talk about this. It's more of a I have to go look <laughs> for something to nitpick and I don't want to do that. So yeah. anyway, blown away. Now, Obi-Wan, um, I, it's done. It's wow. I, I know there were a lot of people complaining about Obi-Wan, too. And I'm like, uh, I loved it. It was it was so good. 
And the the actress that played Leia did so good, and Ewan yeah, did great, wonderful. and or I was it yeah. Ewan, Ewan, Ewan. Ewan. I, I can't ever say it right. You know, it's like Ewan, Ewan, Scottish. Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Ewan. All right, well he's fan- bloody fantastic. I loved him Isn't as he? usual. I love Ugh. it. Ah, uh, yeah. And Hayden Ugh. Christensen did a fantastic job too. He's excellent, dude. What a great show, man. I mean, like I was so pleased with Obi Wan. Could they have done better? Of course. But you know I, what? Here's what I love about Obi Wan. The nitpicks that we had with Boba Fett, the obvious nitpicks, like, did you guys actually watch Star Wars? You know, are you Star Wars (laughs) fans? Kind of things that we would (laughs) clearly whoever did this show were Star Wars fans. Yeah, clearly much more than certainly much more than with Obi-Wan or sorry, with uh, Mandalorian and with Boba Mm -hmm. Fett. So no, they, they knew the prequels and they knew the originals and now could it have been better were there some scenes and things that they could have done better yes absolutely but i was i was just once again super duper pleased with obi-wan and and it's one of those two like i've seen the mandalorian and i've seen boba fett and i have no desire to go back and rewatch those i can't wait to go back and rewatch obi-wan now and there was saying something there was a in the last episode there was a there was a lightsaber battle that oh gosh. was about the best lightsaber battle I've seen in Star Wars. Yeah, so, it, it's up yeah. there as, as either the top or the top three. It was yeah, certainly fantastic. in the top three. Yeah. So anyway, if you've not seen Obi-Wan yet, I highly recommend it. And, you know, I haven't talked about this show in a long time, but Superman and Lois, I just finished up season oh, yeah. two or wait. Yeah, season two. I just finished season two. They've, they've, they dragged that season out. 15 episodes. It took them like a year to get through. Oh, wow. I don't know why they drag it out, but such a good show. I mean, so it is, yes, it's a CW show and it's that Arrowverse, but oh my gosh, I, I, I got to say that I think Superman and Lois is hands down the best Arrowverse show since, uh, since, Arrow? since seasons one of two of Arrow. Oh wow. Like it, it's better in my opinion than the flash and, and granted the flash is kind of, eh, you know, it started off strong and it's been okay since then, but they're, they're, I think they're running out of ideas, but Superman and Lois has just been so good and I can't wait for each episode. And I'm sad that I have to wait for season three now and then here's another one and uh you know we're still talking about this so much to talk about I, we're gonna have to actually you know save some of this for next week i think but um ms marvel clearly a new marvel show uh brand new and it's what four episodes in i want to say now so mm-hmm. this just came out and it's a superhero obviously uh but it's captain marvel she's like in fan you know she's a fan of captain marvel and so she kind of goes off and does her own thing and everything i was like well of course i'm going to check it out it's a superhero show and I was blown away because the the ratings of this show have been really bad. They've 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 oh, been wow. trashing the show, and I I don't really understand why they are, but they've been just taking this thing to the cleaners, man. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm gonna watch the first episode and just see. Now, clearly, clearly, the target of this show, the target audience, is gonna be probably like teen girls and twenty something year old girls or something like that. It's it's a female targeted audience. I can't wait to watch it. Oh my gosh. Like I'm so excited, but it's true. You because- gotta get on TikTok and tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna follow you on TikTok because I haven't yet. But anyway, oh, I know. They you know, the girl is in high school you know, that's playing it, you know, the everything. And so they it kind of goes through that. So clearly it's it's geared towards that. But I gotta tell you, like I really enjoyed it. I've seen the first two up ep- two or three episodes now it's good though but then there's this thing that happened at the end of the the last episode that i just watched that i was just like oh my gosh now we're getting good here so you know it is marvel it is a little different there are some weird things in there that i'm kind of like oh okay that that was weird i don't know why they took that artistic license or went that direction but it doesn't bother me and i gotta tell you that in no way do i feel like (coughs) that it needs to be trashed 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why people hate it so much. So I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. You know, I, I have to mention the last thing I have to mention before we move on to the end of the show. I saw Beavis and Butthead do the universe. <laughs> Guys. Awesome. It was glorious. It was, I haven't laughed that hard in a very long time. My wife and I were both laughing our butts <laughs> off watching that show. And we, we, you know, Beavis about it was big when we were in high school. So we, we, we were indoctrinated it to it back in the nineties, but it's exactly like the old Beavis about head. It has a little bit of a modern twist. It's better than do America. The best part is that they're releasing like 26 episodes of a new show in August that centers around the two as middle-aged guys who like watch TikTok videos oh, and, no way. and do social <laughs> media and stuff. That's awesome. So yeah, I, I can't wait. And sometime in August, I, uh, Rogan interviewed Mike Judge last week and, and that's yeah. where I heard about it. So uh, yeah, oh I can't gosh. wait. Yeah. I started watching it. Okay. So it's so funny because Beavis and Butthead, you know, like I, I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was, when I was a kid, you know, <laughs> when, it, when it was coming out. Um, and that's okay because really like it, it was fine. Now, then I started, I, I think the first thing I actually saw with Beavis and Butthead, like all the way through was Beavis and Butthead do America. I think I've watched it in college. So it was not right when it came out, but I think that's why yeah. and, and Johnny pistol shot and I watched it and we were just like, Oh my gosh, that was so bad. Like that was so dumb, <laughs> but we were laughing because we're just like, this is really funny. And interestingly enough, um, it's, I mean, today, today's standards, it's so much cleaner than most of the stuff that's actually out there. I mean, True. thematically, there's some adult humor in there, you know, but yes. yeah. I was yeah. surprised Quite how like, it's so not, uh, what's the word like mature rated, like some of the, a lot of the stuff that's coming out right now. I was actually a little surprised by that. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, but I, I feel like Mike judge is definitely, he, he hits on things that I'm just like, you know, if, if you've ever, if, if you are a male and you were ever a middle school male, <laughs> yeah, you get this. It's funny. <laughs> or, or early high school. Yeah. I mean, you just, it, it, it really is. And I was watching this. I'm like, this is so uh, bad. It's so funny. You almost have to be a, an original fan of the show to, yeah. to really enjoy it. But if you are an original fan of the show, it's very much worth it. So it's so yeah. funny. I love it. Yeah. Well, we've got more to talk about. In fact, I know uh, you, you've got some, some game, cool game stuff that we're going to, we're going to chat about next week, but oh yeah, man, so much, but Hey, thank you for joining us. This was kind of difficult for me to talk through man uh but you did a lot of extra talking today (sighs) so and you you sound fine i made it i'm I'm blown away actually because i'm what a weak COVID man and i appreciate that no hey say this again man what a strong man what a strong body (laughs) what a strong superhero thoughts with captain influence when you see a lamb shake its tail grab it and tug really hard If you're lucky, the lamb will bite your hand and then gift you with some poop. If not, then at least you can tell your grandkids that you pulled a lamb's tail once. What a strong, you know, specimen. What a strong masculinity. What a strong immune system to, oh, sorry, you know what the music means. Thanks for joining us. It has been awesome. Make sure to uh, join us in Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tail because we'll be back next week. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for joining us. Description, all those good things. You know, check them out. Good time. Real Brian Show. Signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.